The Buffalo Bills are AFC East champions for the second straight year in a row. The first time winning it, clinching it in Buffalo since 1995. And the first time doing it back-to-back -back seasons since they did it four years in a row. From 1988 to 1991, Steve Tasker, we're taking it back to year playing days. Yeah. The best years of your life here in the 2021 <laughs> Buffalo Bills. Trying to rival that. They they. Yeah, they had a great season. Uh, they're rolling along the five and one in the division. Uh, it's and and I know that a lot of Bills fans feel like you and I. We've talked about this, and a lot of Bills fans. I hear it from them on the social media. We hear it on One Bills Live, also, and on this show, we talk about it. They don't. I don't think they've played their best football yet. Now they've had flashes of really good play. The second half of the Tampa Bay game, the game in New England was a good game, but even then they dropped two touchdown passes, had another touchdown called back. And won by 12 points. Tonight, the Jets had negative yards in the second half. The defense absolutely controlled this entire game. The offense couldn't find itself for two and a half, three quarters. And yet they still win uh, by double digits and going away with 17 points. They haven't played their best football yet, but now they got to. They got now to, they got to. Because boy, oh boy, does it count now. If they lose, they are out of the postseason. But they are in the postseason. There's going to be a home playoff game here in Buffalo. They lock themselves into the number three seed. Uh, their opponent, to be determined, it'll be the Chargers or the Patriots. We'll get into that a little bit later. But the final score in this one, 27 to 10. And, man, the defensive line had a game sacking Zach Wilson eight times so let's hear from the guys who did it let's send it over to two of our defensive linemen Harrison Phillips and Ed Oliver everybody eats B everybody was just on it today I just seen like everybody was flying around he wanted to run around and was just the overlap and everybody just rushing even though Harry didn't get home I think I seen one play where Harry was on his I'm like damn <laughs> like everybody was just flying around so that was a that was a good sight to see, especially in a game like this with so much on the line. How careful did you, how mindful did you guys have to be knowing the escapability that Zach has with his feet? Like, yeah, I mean, it's something we, we always focus on pretty much every other week when we have these mobile quarterbacks, making sure that four rush together is one. Um, also, you know, guys on the back end for in zone coverage being able to help us if he sees them scramble and stuff like that. Um, and to your other question, I mean, we won a lot on first down. Our coverage did some great things, making him hold the ball. Um, and then offense, you know, taking, you know, scoring early, being up kind of the whole game, um, you know, lets us get after the quarterback. Harrison, when the offense is struggling the way it was for most of the game, defensively, do you guys as a unit just go, that's fine, we'll, we'll take care of it, no, no worries? Yeah, I mean, you know, we, again, we wanted to finish off this, this season and, and, and try to earn that number one defense in the NFL. And so all of the guys, we trust one another, all 11 of us out there. Um, and so we'll defend a blade of grass, put the ball on the one yard line, and, and we're anxious and excited to go out there chomping at the bits to go get out on the field. And so um, I think that's contagious for our football team when our defense has that attitude. What's the mindset of right now, you're wearing you got the hat and t-shirt game, but you don't know who you're playing next. What's, what's just this moment like for you right now as you're soaking it in, but still I'm sure you're thinking about who, you, who you're going to have. It's a special moment right now, uh, seeing that it's back to back, and it really don't matter who we play. They can line up whoever out there, and we're gonna go play. We we got to play. We got to play. So right now we're just uh, taking it all in stride, and it don't come easy uh, winning your division back to back. So we just having fun with it right now. But come tomorrow, you know, it's time to go to work. I think it's important for us to smell the roses. You know, what's it, 29 years since this happened? Winning it here in front of you guys, in front of our home crew, uh, home crowd. So um, I think that everyone's going to, you know, celebrate tonight, have, have good camaraderie with our team and, and what that means for Western New York and all Bills fans across uh, the world. So um, we're very thankful uh, to be in the position that we are. And uh, however the cards may fall, we're excited for the next opportunity. Defense and yards allowed, but after the way it shook out, things shook out today, you'll be the number one scoring defense in the league too. Fewest points allowed in the league. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's what I'm talking about. No, yes, I mean, I think that's that's awesome. I mean, you know. Big praise to Coach Frazier for the way that he's called our defense all year, the leadership that we have on our back end with our captains, the older vets in our room, um, and then, you know, the growth of, of players like Ed, what, what he's done this year and how, how um, he's got better every single week and guys stepping up. Um, 
it, like I, I've told you guys so many times, it takes 11 players every play to be a successful defense, and we've had that happen more times than not. Um, you know, in your own words, the best defense in the NFL. All right, the best defense in the NFL. They have held that title for most of the season, ranking number one in so many statistical categories from week one on until week 18. It's absolutely incredible. This group is definitely special. They hold the Jets to just 53 total yards. They go one for 14 on third down. The Jets were averaging 1.2 yards per play. It's yeah, insane. This the is defense. the type of defense you need going into the playoffs. Yeah, the offense could not get out. After a quick start, got out to a jumped out to a 10-point lead. Um, then they kind of put it on idle um, and struggled, and the defense just made it irrelevant. Um, the, the Jets hit the one slant play for the touchdown, and that was the extent of their offense on the day. It was, uh, it was a dominant performance by the Bills' defense. And the Buffalo Bills offense, they score 27 points. Let's hear from Devin Singletary and QB1 Josh Allen. I mean, it's fairly windy, but um, no excuse, you know. I'm glad, first of all, I'd like to say I'm, I'm proud of our team for responding the way we have throughout the season. Um, to be sitting here in this position, you know, based on how, how we were feeling five weeks ago and how everybody was kind of doubting us, feels good. Um, but again, you know, we, we got to come out. We got to play a little better. At the end of the day, we won a game. Uh, that's that's the mentality that we have going forward. Every every week's a playoff week, and uh, we just got to find a way to win. Josh, how's it feel to win back-to-back -back AFC East titles now? I mean, it feels good. I mean, just I mean, nobody at the end of uh, careers looks back and really figures out how much uh, how many times you won your division. You know, I think the main goal is the Super Bowl and. Winning the division just gives you an opportunity to do that. So um, that's really our focus. You know, it's, it's great. It's fine. Um, the hats and shirts are cool. But at the end of the day, we got a lot more work to do. What type of release is it for you to the game to run around the, the outside of the stadium and slap hands with first? Yeah, I mean, I, I think, especially given last year with not too many people in the stands and really only for the playoffs, um, to do that and, and to feel the energy from the crowd. And I know that this hasn't been done here in a long time, so to come up, go out there and do that and just get to experience that with them, um, that's something I'll remember for a while. Josh, you mentioned last year, and it seemed from the outside that last year things went a little easier. This year it's been a grind. It's been staying in there and hanging in there. Is it almost fitting that this is the way you clinch, where it was a tough game and the whole team had to come through to figure it out? Yeah. Um, again, I think people get kind of carried away with success from the previous year. Every year is different. Uh, every situation that you're in is different. Uh, it's, it's not easy to win in this league. It's not easy to win a division. Um, but again, the main goal is the main goal, and uh, we got to keep that in perspective. Josh, when that offense wasn't clicking at times today, especially in the middle of the game, did anything, or to both of you, this could go to either, did anything stand out about what wasn't working during the middle of the game? Well, I think we got, a, a, got the run game going. I'll let Motor speak. Uh, but he did a great job of just putting his head down, getting yards, getting north making some, uh, some guys miss. And, you know, again, we've talked about it the last few weeks of uh, how well he's playing right now. We've seen things so well. Um, but I think that's just kind of the main thing. We got, we got him going. On the second one, Devin, you had McKenzie holding that block for you where you're kind of hoping there'd still be a crack because you were still a ways away from him when you caught the ball. Right. Walk us through that. <clears throat> no, nah, man, once I seen Isaiah get the block, it was no doubt in my mind, you know, that I – that I was gonna get in, you know. Um, great block by Isaiah, by the way. <laughs> and um, yeah. And then when you guys were in that little bit of a lull there, offensively, I know you guys get frustrated when you don't feel like you're executing at a level you want. But is there some measure of comfort knowing that when you come off the field, there's the number one defense in football going on the field? I mean. Of course, we know our defense got our backs, but um, we, we don't like to put them in those type of situations, you know. Um, so I, that's the best way to put it. We know they got our backs, but we don't like to put them in that situation. And then Josh, Diggs, I mean, he looks playoff ready. Um, what Did he say something to you like throw it to me every player here early in the game? <laughs> no, no. Really early a lot. No, I think, uh, I mean, throughout the year, you know, he, I know he didn't have as many targets and receptions as he did last year. and. Maybe that was a little bit by design, just to try to keep them keep them fresh in the hopes that you know we have an opportunity to be in the playoffs. But like you said, you know, he looks he looks really good, and um, you know I want to try to throw it to him as much as much as possible because again, with the ball in his hands, you never know what's going to happen. Josh, how, you, Josh, how much did you notice after all those screen outs how the defense 
was getting them off the field to the to the extent that they sacked them nine times and you know really they they held them to four first downs. Yeah, again, like Motor said, we don't like to put the defense in those situations, but um, you know they're playing at a very very high level. You know, it's no secret they're the number one defense in football, and to have that moving forward, um, you know, going against you know, playoff teams in playoff situations, uh, that's going to be huge for us. But especially on the offense side of the ball, we got to get things going and roll in the right direction. And, um, and I think we, we had our moments tonight. Uh, there's some things that obviously we'd like to clean up, but I think at the end of the day, the mentality was win this game no matter what. And uh, the ball is the most important thing. And I don't think we had a turnover tonight. So I think, um, you know, that just, that puts us in a good situation when we don't Force, force short fields for our defense. And um, again, when they had some short fields tonight, they did a fantastic job. Hey Josh, did, uh, did Nick send you any reminder text this week about the, the bonus money that was on the line for him there with six catches? What bonus money? I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> how, how many texts? The question is, how many texts were there? Reminding you. To be honest, he didn't send me He didn't send me one. I sent him, him a couple. Um, you know, I, Everybody, everybody plays this game. Obviously, they love the game, but there's also the the, the payment aspect of it. And, and when you got a guy in that type of situation, um, I'm not saying I was trying to force him the ball, but you know I might have given him a little extra second uh, his way on some of these routes and just giving him some opportunities tonight. Just, um, but again, if it was anybody in that situation, I would have tried to do the same thing. Is, uh, that first uh, touchdown catch to him? Can you just describe that play? It seemed like a just a really great grab uh, by him and good throw by yourself as well. Yeah, I mean. Um, the toe tap skills, the the hand strength. I mean, it's it's an unbelievable catch. Um, you know, just moving up in the pocket, trying to extend a play. And again, we've we've known each other long enough and, and feel comfortable with uh, with each other. Where I'm rolling, I, I'm trying to find him and uh, as well as some of our other guys. But you know, he he's got a knack for getting open and catching the ball. Josh, you talked about more. every year being different. What's different about about this? Program? I think with the knowledge that we've gained over the last couple of years, um, obviously. Like I said, I keep saying this, the main goal is to win a Super Bowl. And, um, you know, tooth and nail, we were going to find a way to get into the playoffs, and, and we did. And, uh, you know, it's fortunate enough that we won, won the East, but the main, main thing is still in front of us. And we understand that. So, again, we're happy, we're excited um, to have this opportunity tonight. But um, by no means does this feel like we've accomplished what we want to accomplish. Josh, the Raiders and Chargers game tonight is going to dictate who you end up playing. How closely will you monitor that game? Will you watch every play? Uh, no, I mean I can't. I can't uh, sit there and try to nitpick and hope for something because usually it always ends up the opposite when you're hoping. So um, I'll, I'll sit down. I'll watch it and uh, yeah, I'll, I'll watch it. But I, don't, I won't be dissecting it all that much uh, unless it's kind of a, a blowout situation where we know something's going to happen. So um, yeah, we're that's where we're at. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. Guys. All right, Josh Allen there saying this team was going to do whatever it took to scratch, claw, bite, find their way into the playoffs. And I think that's a good point by Josh there because in the middle of the season, we were thinking, is this team going to make it to the playoffs? Some things have to happen. They, they lost the first game of the Patriots. They don't look too good. And then they finished the season on a four-game win streak. They started the season on a four-game win streak and end the season on a four-game win streak. The middle of the season there was, was a little bit interesting. Win one, lose one, win one, lose one, lose two in a row, and then they finally get back to that win streak. But what are your thoughts about the up and down parts about this team that you just – couldn't put together, couldn't find, I guess, words to put together at times. And here they are winning the AFC East when in the middle of the season we didn't think it was possible. That's right. But you think back across the, the way that some of the games were lost. And we, we said talk a lot about how the Bills win, they win big. And they lose, they only lose by one score. You can make a case. And for coming into the to today after 16 games, the Bills are literally three calls, three plays, and one official's miss call from being 15-1. and one. It's been a frustrating year, but they've deserved the losses they've got. They've been up and down, inconsistent offensively, uh, defensively. Once Defensively, they really never had a bad game unless you look at the run game against the yeah. New England Patriots and the game against the, the Colts Titans where, too. you know, I, I, if you look back on it now, that the Colts are out of the playoffs, that was their Super Bowl. <laughs> so, yeah, the inconsistency has been the frustrating thing for Bills fans, I think for the team itself. Uh, their ups and downs, not being able to put games together and be consistent in games. But you get to the point you made. 
the second game of the two-game losing streak where they, in the second half of the game, they came back, pushed the t uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers to overtime. Mm -hmm. There's something clicked on there. There was a light switch that went off, and they went on a, on a tear from there and, and finished this season like the team, more like the team we thought they would be, particularly defensively today. But even today, the offense was inconsistent. Started out very, very well and then couldn't find itself, couldn't complete a pass, couldn't get first downs trading punts all through the third quarter. It's pretty frustrating. So I think that's the one thing that will be a hallmark of this AFCD's championship team is the fact that they did it while playing, never really playing their best football. Yeah, hopefully their best football is ahead of them. The defense had some inconsistencies too, and one of those, not necessarily in how they played, but players who were not a part of it. And one of those players was Tredavious White, uh, injuring himself that ACL tear and missing the rest of the season. So in walks Dane Jackson, a young Young DB and the Buffalo Bills pass defense, they hold it down, allowing only five passing yards today to a rookie quarterback named Zach Wilson, being the best pass defense in the NFL. So here's Micah Hyde, Jordan Poyer, and the rest of the Buffalo Bills DBs. Uh, I think we had a great game plan. Uh, Coach Ray's and Sean uh, put us put us uh, put together a great game plan for us to be able to go out there and execute. Um, our D line was getting after the quarterback, um, you know, and it was just it was a fun game to be a part of. Uh, fun game to win at home and take the AFC East. But uh, um, credit to our credit to our front; those guys were eating all game, um, and uh, you know it was fun. Like I said, a fun game to play. Have you guys yeah, yeah, we just got off FaceTime. He's excited for us. Yep. He's excited to be a part of this journey. I'm sure he's itching to get back. Um, but he said he was at home doing his his ankle rehab or his uh, knee rehab, some of his mobility stuff. So, um, you know, we definitely miss him. Michael, Michael, what's it mean to be part of a defense that you held an opponent, even an undermanned opponent, though, to, to, to four first downs and um, I think it was 53 yards passing? Um. You know, it's just uh, it's just a blessing to be a part of this defense. Honestly, <clears throat> um, you know, we we show up each and every week of practice. You know, we try to get better. Um, we emphasize takeaways and D line getting after the quarterback and you know back seven getting after the football. Um, and it's just it, it, it's honestly just a blessing, and that just goes to show you know what we're able to do tonight. You know, just the love that we have on this defense and guys just you know just want to go out there and play for each other. And and you know that's what they did tonight. How important, though, the, the, the times that you know, there were some short fields that you guys faced to, to get off the field knowing, you know, what was what was on the line and, and the offense was having some three and out issues of its own? Um, you know, we always we always emphasize it doesn't matter what the what the offense is doing on their side of the ball, uh, whatever position we're put in, um, you know, like Poe says, defend the blade of grass. Uh, and that's what we try to do. And so we get put in those positions. Um, I, th <clears throat> I think the the one they got the ball in like the 20 and they ended up third down going out like the 30 or something like that keep the field goal to uh wish you know obviously we wish we wouldn't give many points but this is the mindset that we have uh, I, know, I know jordan had a sack in this game so did milano what's gotten into your guys front lately i mean they're like you said they're eating i mean it's not just today i mean i think they got 20 sacks in their last four games and boys work hard man and boys work hard um they come in to come in to <laughs> About to say, I know what you're about to say. Uh, they come into work really every week, um, you know, with a great game plan, and rushing attack. Um, those guys are a huge, huge part of what we do on defense. And you know, uh, when they when they go, we all go. So it's a, uh, it's like, like Micah says, fun, fun group to be a part of. For whoever wants to answer, I don't want the other guys to be excluded. But <laughs> can you guys uh, give a give your thoughts on how the adjustment since Tredavious's injury? How you guys came together, a lot of people saw that as a loss, and boy, you're not going to be able to overcome that. How did you guys deal with that? Uh, like I said, uh, we got a great group of guys, um, guys that just come in ready to work. Is Dane up here? Yeah, I mean, Dane, he's been ready since he's came in the building, um, just kind of waiting for his moment. Um, you know, obviously playing behind Tredavious and behind Levi, just waiting for his moment. And when he's came into the games, he's done everything that we've asked him to do. He's a guy that I know I can trust, both Le both him and Levi. Uh, I give him a call. I know I can trust him, that he knows how to execute. He knows how to run the run the call. And, you know, that's all you ask for. You know, he's a competitor. Both these two up here, man, these, they, I don't think they get the, enough credit um, around the league. Um, the, both these guys are just straight ballers um, and, and help our defense.
defense out so much. They do some things that allow Mike and I to make plays on the football. Um, so it's just credit to these guys for coming into work every single day and their fun teammates, they're great friends. Um, Everybody decided for Cam. Cam's another one of those guys that just steps in the game <laughs> and always making plays. Uh, Take us through these last few weeks of how you've been able to step in and this defense has not missed a beat since he went out, really. I just got to give big credit to these guys. I mean, they, they have full confidence in me. I mean, all year, you know, even when I come in and get reps in practice, you know, they, they lift me up, you know what I mean? They make sure I'm ready, make sure I'm locked in, tell me what's coming, all that type of stuff. So these guys, these vet guys, you know, they've been doing it for a long time, and I'm just happy I could come in and contribute with them. Jordan, to put in your own words, or, or why it was important for all five of you guys to come out here with Tredavious's jersey, why – you know, at this moment, was this important or significant to you? You know, I just think that shows just love that we have for each other. Um, this is the closest group of, yeah, like, these are my these are my best friends right here. You know what I'm saying? Like, I ride and die for these guys on and off the field any day of the week, and even 2-7 right here. So it just goes to show, you know, we've been here, Mike and I have been here five years, Levi four. Uh, uh, Taryn four, uh, Dane two. We just been putting the work in ever since we stepped foot in this building. So it's extremely special to to win this thing at home, um, win the AFC East at home. And we definitely wish two seven was here, but you know we know he's going to bounce back. I know the ultimate goal is still out there, guys. But the trifecta. I think you guys have the trifecta here: number one total defense, number one pass defense, number one scoring defense. How many of those were on the list this year? <laughs> Wait, what were those again? Yeah, can you repeat that? Total defense, defense, defense. In the NFL? Number one. Us? <laughs> Number one? Wow. The Bills? Are you sure? That's crazy. Hey, that's, that's, <laughs> I'm going to say something I didn't want to say. <laughs> it's crazy. Boys work hard, man. Uh, uh, we do. Boys work hard. Uh, that's, can you say those numbers again? <laughs> Subject. Do you like being the punt returner? Yeah, I, I just whatever whatever the coaches ask me to do, I'm here to try to win games, man. So they throw me back at whatever. I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna try to make plays. And specifically tonight, is that strategy letting it bounce most of the time? Is that just because of the wind, the way it was tonight? That wind was crazy. That was like that was like uh, the, the Monday night game against New England. Um, you know, it was Buffalo, so. And I've been here for a few years catching punts, so I understand that ball gets up there. It's, it, you know, it's tough to, especially when the points are going all over the place. Uh, it's hard to read where the ball's going. So, yeah, I wasn't, uh, I wasn't about that life tonight. <laughs> let, let it bounce. Whoever we play, you know, we're going to prepare accordingly and try to get a win. Mike, what's the mindset when the offense is struggling the way the way it was, you know, in the defensive huddle? Um, honestly, like we don't even we don't even pay attention. We just go out there and, like I said, just try to do what we can do to create turnovers, um, to put them in good field position. Hey, that's the only thing that we care about. And and like I said, if <clears throat> if we have to defend a blade of grass, we'll do it. And you know, as a defense, we we work on that a lot in practice. Um, and it is what it is at that point. We talked to Josh about this. What's different about this team this year? Josh made the point to say every team is different, and whether it's you won four straight after taking a couple of a couple of tough losses down the stretch, whatever it is, can you define that at this point as you start to look toward the postseason, given all the experience that you guys have? I just think this team is this team is Buffalo through and through. I just feel like we've we failed. Um, we've learned our lesson. We've uh, after those losses, we've learned. We've got back in the building. We've worked, um, and that's just that's just how we've we got down. We just work hard. Um, we play with a chip on our shoulder, and you know it's kind of just that blue collar way. It's Buffalo. I mean, like you said, uh, guys come in, just put their head down and work. I mean, obviously we've taken some heat throughout the season, the ups and downs. I think uh, just being able to handle those ups and downs throughout the season, I think our team did a, 
an excellent job doing that. Um, we bounced back from losses, some tough losses uh, where everybody counted us out. Um, everybody was, you know, saying our defense going to do this, can do that, offense can do this, can do that. But nobody panicked, nobody, nobody read into it. Everybody just came into work um, every day and just worked, you know. And that's, you know, that's really all you can do. Um, I think in this league, it's all about how you handle adversity and how you handle good situations and bad situations because, you know, good stuff happens in the game. You got to be able to move through it and make, say you get a pick early on. You got to be able to move through it and, and lock back in the next or, or say, shoot, I, I, had a, I had a bad play out there today um, on the touchdown. I, I had a play, had Trace called a great call. I just mistimed it and uh, they scored. But just being able to bounce back after that and, and finding ways to, to, to play the game of football that you know how to play. Thanks, guys. There is something so special about this DB group. I absolutely love these guys. They are so nice, so kind. It's obvious that they really get along. They love each other. They talk about how they're going to be friends long past their Buffalo Bills days. But to see them all sit there, stand there, answer questions, and also to see a Tredavious White jersey out there on the table, Jordan Poyer saying we FaceTimed with him. We wish he was here with us. I mean, what does that say about how close and how tight this team is, this group is? I mean, Jordan and Micah were, were two of the first guys in the building when Sean McDermott came along in 2017. Yeah, they've, they've been through a lot together, a lot of these guys, particularly Micah and Jordan. Um, it's, it, when you're that close of friends and when you care about each other that much, it makes your team better because you, you play harder for each other, you understand each other better, you dig deep for each other. Um, it's as hard as it is to win in the NFL, it's easier to win when you play for people you care about and with people you mm -hmm. care about and, and for um, a coaching staff that you care about and cares about you. It makes your players more talented, makes them play with more energy. It, uh, it just elevates everybody in the locker room when, when that affection is there. Every great, now I'm not just saying the Buffalo Bills are that, but every great team has that. And the great ones will tell you that's the thing that they treasure most, and they think that's the thing that put them over the top faster than anything, than talent, than coaching, than schemes, than everything, um, is the camaraderie and the affection they have for each other in the locker room. It goes, it goes a long way to helping you through some hard times that every team goes through. Yeah, I mean, the up and downs of this team this year, the, the wins, the losses, I mean, stuff like that can tear a locker room apart, but it didn't tear this locker room apart because they're so close together and they have those veteran leaders in the locker room that we hear Sean McDermott talk about all the time and, and guys who were in the building in 2017 since day one with Sean McDermott. So it's a tight group. It's a close-knit group. It's, it's obvious. And one of those guys who is a part of that close-knit group and who's been here for a long time is Deion Dawkins. So let's send it over to him. It really ain't even about me. Like, and I hate really talking about it myself, but uh, the guys did, did a heck of a job today all over in the field. You know, there's times where it could have been better. We had wind, we had weather, but when it came down to it, guys put their money where their mouth was and, and, uh, and we got it done, you know? But in the grand scheme of things, how do you feel in terms of just heading into the postseason with where this team is? You know, you, you can look back on the last three months and see the highs and the lows. And I guess where on that keel do you do you think you guys are? Well, um, I think that we're where we want to be with a little bit of room for improvement. And um, it's still not perfect, which is scary about it. It's still not perfect. And uh, we're thankful for the position that we're in, you know. Like we understand that we have to continue to and get better, you know. It's a it's a brand new season now, brand new season, um, four games, if I'm correct, four games, and uh, we just have to just hit the restart button, but take everything great and everything bad with us, but uh, more so with the great stuff and keep learning and craft and create something something special so we can uh, get this thing done one day, one week at a time. You won, you won the AFC East in Denver last year. Yeah. You know, that was a, a much different experience, much different season. What was the difference in the locker room today, winning it here, uh, and this team, where, what it went through this season compared to last year? You know, um, I would say, like, last year, it was a different 
it, like the whole season was and was just a different scenario. Like we were on a high all season long. This season, like we were on highs and lows. Like uh, it was just a roller coaster. And uh, with this season being the roller coaster of a season, it feels great to you like get it the grittier way. How I would say, you know. Um, and we're home. Shoot, like I'm gonna be home in 15 minutes. Like, like, uh, like. There is nothing better feeling than doing, securing what we talked about home. You know, like the Buffalo fans and got to see us, the Buffalo fans got to feel it. And uh, Buffalo is a special place and I, and I live by it. You know, I, I, honestly, I feel like that I could die by it too. And uh, Buffalo has, has opened up in their arms to all of us. And for us to do what we did here today home, it's a special, it's a special thing, and uh, I don't like want to over exaggerate it, but it's it's extremely special. It really is. You said some of the little improvements you have to make even now, this late in the year, is a little scary. Yeah. But how much peace of mind does that number one defense give you guys on offense when maybe you're in a little bit of a stretch there where you're yeah. in a lull? I mean, shoot, you know, anytime that we could have Michael Jordan on the field, why not do it? And when I say like Michael Jordan. He was the best, you know, Kobe Bryant, he was the best. If they're saying that our defense is the best, why not have our defense on our side? So, and any time that we have a unit and that's the entire unit, like as a defense whole, even like with the backups, um, it's, it's, it's a great feeling knowing that we have the top dogs on our side. And uh, it's just, it, like, it, like, it, like, it just gives us just a little bit more confidence, a little bit more, never safe, but like a little bit more cushion to just feel like, all right, we got the best tools to have a chance. And um, simply that, we got the best tools. And with the, the best tools, we just have to put our best foot forward so we can have a chance. And that's all it gives us is just a, a solid chance. I mean, of course it is, you know. Of of course it is. Anytime like motor can uh can run that ball, spring off, show his stuff, show his speed, you know, it gives us nothing but positive energy. And um simply that positive play. Dion, how how's this team different going into the playoffs this year versus the last couple times you you know, you and your team have gone in the postseason? Um man, it's different. Well, we're home, you know, I spoke on that, uh, and we're definitely home. And uh, this this was a harder season for a lot of us. Like uh, COVID, like had a huge part in every locker room across the NFL. And for us to, you know, have, for the world to have all the odds against us and the Bills to have all of the, of the, of the world against us and for us to come out on top, you know, um, it's special, and once again, and we did it home. And uh, there's there's nothing like doing what you do in your backyard. Dion, for all the great things Josh does, he's had a couple stretches last week and this week where it's just not going well. Yeah. Is he any different with you guys when that's happening? Like tonight, he was going through that at all. Did he say anything to you guys? Does he change at all? No, Josh is <laughs> Josh. Josh is is a competitor, and he's a special kid, man. Um, he puts all of the weight on his back. He doesn't let it's. I mean, sometimes he lets it show, but that's human. But he doesn't verbally let it show. And um, for any quarterback to, you know, keep that to himself and understand the pros and the cons of being the quarterback, special, you know. And Josh knows, like when. When everything is going well, he gets all of the of the hurrahs and all of the praise. And when things are going wrong, it it sucks, and he gets that and uh, the stick too. But um, we're all here together, and we all take a piece of everything. You know, if Josh ain't throwing the the uh, ball right, it's probably because the 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 O line is is doing something wrong, or it's probably because somebody's not getting open, or somebody tripped, or somebody you know had a untie shoe, you know, so it's not all just on Josh, you know, but hey, that's our our leader and we rocking with him. Yeah, you talked about the four yard run by Devin, but he's also had four games in a row with a rushing touchdown. Going off. <laughs> what yeah. does it mean for that to happen at the you know, this point in the season going into the postseason? 
it, it just means that motor's engine is started. And uh, <laughs> like literally that, you know, motor has started his engine. Motor is a, is a, is a younger guy trying to find his overall rhythm. And the fact that he's found it, or I think there's, and there's still way more. And the fact that he, he's found a certain kick, it just puts his, his best version of motor in front of him. And uh, it helps us. And like any time that a kid can turn it on and do what he, he honestly does, shoot, it's special. Dion, you mentioned the roller coaster this season. Does what you went through make you feel like you're better equipped to handle what the playoffs are going to throw at you? Uh, you talking about like with COVID? No, no, no. You talking about? Like, you said the roller coaster. Oh yeah. Down. Yeah. Um, yes, because of the um, what's the word adversity. You know, like like we 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 hit every phase of adversity, and uh, going into the postseason, we we understand that feeling. So. From understanding that feeling, it should it should it, like it should only put us in the best foot forward to honestly get through it when things are going bad because it won't be perfect. I promise you that it will not be be perfect. Guys are gonna mess up. Guys are gonna do well. It's just the way of of uh, in this game, but it'll it, it, like it'll definitely help us. It'll definitely help us. Josh not getting sacked. How yeah. much pride do you take in that? Is that something? How do you guys continue that going into the season? Um, shoot, look, pat on the back, but that's our job, you know. We're just doing what we're put here to to do is to keep Josh clean and set the running backs off and give the quarterback time to get the uh, skill guys, the, the skinnies, the ball. Thanks, everybody. Yep, for Thank sure. Appreciate it. All right, that was Deion Dawkins, and he said, you know, we have the best pieces in place. It's time to put our best foot forward. And the Buffalo Bills do have some awesome pieces on offense and on defense, and we saw it from the defense today. We didn't necessarily see it from the offense uh, on every single possession today. They had 14 offensive possessions. That usually doesn't even happen a game, in a game right. where you have 14 possessions on offense. They scored on only five of those 14 possessions. So definitely something to work there with. They, they were 3 of 4 in the red zone, which is a great stat, uh, scoring touchdown 75% of the time in the red zone, uh, but their scoring efficiency was just 35% in this one, which can definitely go up, uh, especially heading into the playoffs. You don't want to see that inconsistency, especially when you have your hands on the ball, when, when it goes touchdown, field goal, turnover on downs, punt, 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 and then field goal to end the first half of the game, and then you come out of the locker room and you have you punt four straight possessions before you get back into scoring, which they finished the game with two touchdowns. So, The Jet defense played pretty good. Yeah. What do, what do we need to see here out of Buffalo Bills offense? Because it, you're not going to play like this on right. offense and win a game in the playoffs. I'll the, tell you that. The, 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 the Jet defense has been playing pretty good. They gave you know the Bucks all they could handle last week, but – and the Bills, all they can handle this week, they they've lost their game five of their last seven by one score games. I mean, their their defense has given them a chance. Their offense was horrific today. I mean, our the Bills defense completely shut them down, and they were going backwards for the entire second half. So, uh, the defense of the Jets is is actually probably the the strongest part of their team, and it showed today. But because of the wherewithal the Bills defense had and the wherewithal the Bills offense had, they kept after and they ended up scoring 27 points on the day, which was enough to win by 17. Uh, Jet defense has been playing much better in the second half of the year. Bills scored 27 on it, and it took them a long time to do it. That third quarter was a punt fest. Mm -hmm. And Matt Hawk, you know, bless his heart, Special teams matters. I mean, wow. this is the perfect game to show you that you need it on all three phases. You can't have that in the playoffs. This was the tune-up game, and some things went wrong in this game. Good thing it was the last game of the regular season, and it doesn't matter, and you already locked in uh, your spot to the playoffs, and you win this game by 17 points. But Matt Hawk cannot do that when he goes and punts the football. He went two games without punting the football, and – has a few terrible punts in this game. You yeah. can't give a team like that great field position. And 
they picked him up for a reason. This guy is a great punter. He just didn't have it going on tonight. Yeah, the, the, the thing that got him hit, because of the one or two punts he had, the Bills held him out of the end zone, and really the one is what got him there, the, the field goal that got it to 10 to, uh, 10 to uh, 13, 10 to 17, I guess. Um, I can't remember, 10, uh, 10 to 13, yeah, it was a three-point game. 10 to 13. Uh, and large measure, because of the field position, the Bills couldn't take advantage of with their offense. Their offense, all the offense needed to do was get a couple of first downs the, for the Bills' offense, couldn't do it in that third quarter. And the field position, they kept getting ratcheted further and further back on field position because they couldn't kick it out of their own end. And um, finally, in his last three or four punts, Matt Hawk got it together and put the actually put the Jets back on the one-yard line um, uh, there after the game, uh, later in the game as well. But um, when the game was still in doubt, a large reason for it was because of the field position they their punter could not give him in Matt Hawk. Yeah, and it was good to see Matt Hawk get back into it. Like you said, uh, Tywan Jones downed it at the two-yard line on one of those uh, last possessions for the Jets. So um, glad that he was able to get it going again. How about Devin Singletary? He has a rushing touchdown in the last four games uh, and also goes over a 1,000 scrimmage yards this season. Uh, he hasn't done that yet in Buffalo, and that's the first time uh, a running back has done that in a few years here. Yeah, it was, and he's he's come on the last month and a month of the season. This four-game winning streak, he has been uh, a bigger part than he was at any point, maybe at any point in his career. Um, that game they had in the second half uh, against the Atlanta Falcons, it it looked like it was 1965. I mean, mm -hmm. nobody was throwing the football, yeah. and they just handed it off. It was it was something. And, and Devin Singletary deserves a lot of credit. Josh Allen obviously deserves some credit as well. Uh, their ability to do that and willingness to do that, to become uh, voluntarily one-dimensional because they couldn't complete any passes, uh, speaks to a little bit of their strength and a little bit of their versatility offensively. But Devin Singletary has probably had the best month of his career thus far uh, coming in headed into the playoffs here in 2022. I Do you guess. think we can see this versatility out of the offense going into the playoffs here? I mean, Josh Allen goes 63 rushing yards. Devin Singletary has 88. They go for 170 rushing yards last week, 233 rushing yards. So we're seeing a little bit more of a balanced attack. I don't know if it's because they're choosing to do so or they're not seeing what they need to see from the passing offense. I think we had Greg Cosell interviewed this this week, and he said in the playoffs, if you want to be really good, you need to run the ball independently. Mm -hmm of your passing game and pass the ball independently of your running game. The Bills can do that. have showed they, they're willing to do that. Um, with Josh Allen sprinkled in, it gives Devin Singletary and Zach Moss enough room and enough doubt in the defense's mind to make those guys more effective in the run game. I, yeah, I, I don't think there's any question. The Bills, when they, if they can play consistently at their best football, they're going to plow through this, this tournament. But we haven't seen them do that for long enough stretches. They may do it for one game or two games, but it's hard to think when you get after you win this game, you're going to get another team that's even better. Yeah. Uh, this isn't an up and down where one week you play uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars or the Atlanta Falcons or the Jets. I mean, you're going to be playing the Patriots, the Chargers, the Chiefs, the Titans, and the Bengals. These are you know the teams that are really got it going on. You can't take a week off in the playoffs. So the thing that gives you optimism for this playoff run is the fact that you know they've got a big engine under the hood, and this team can score with anybody when they're clicking. The thing that is the, the pessimistic side of you says, like, they're too much of a roller coaster. They can't put it together for long enough stretches. We'll see what we get next week. Something that's been able to be put together for a long enough stretch now, a couple games here, is the offensive line has finally had some consistency. I was thinking, have they even had it since the beginning of the season? Maybe in None. a couple games in the beginning of the season. But finally they're back to having five guys who they practice with. There's nobody going on the COVID list the day before the game. There's nobody getting injured during the week. Like, fingers crossed, I need to knock on some wood right now so that that happens in the playoffs too. But how much is the rushing offense's success because of the offensive line and the consistency that they've had. You, you, can't, you can't discount it. You can't discount it at all. Uh, it's, the offensive line was in flux through 16, 17 weeks of the regular season. They finally found something in the second half of the Patriots game where they got guys injured. Deion Dawkins came in. They started clicking, won that game going away, and now they've been clicking ever since. Uh, this next coming weekend will be the third week in a row 
and I think it's probably the longest stretch of the season where the offensive line has had the same five guys starting for three weeks in a row. I think this is the first time all season. If you put it in that perspective, you kind of got to like what you're seeing. Yeah, definitely, and hopefully that continues. Uh, one guy who has outlived Sean McDermott, uh, the one guy on the team who has been here longer than anybody else was able to pick up a sack today is Jerry Hughes. Uh, he's on the podium answering some questions, so let's hear from the veteran. What were your thoughts of, you know, nine sacks? Did it feel like a, sort of a feeding frenzy out there? Uh, you know what? We came into this game with one injective, like, our middle linebacker, our leader Tremaine Edmonds told us, we're going to go out there and show everybody we're the number one defense. We know we have a lot of doubters in the league, so we know that every week, every opportunity you get to come out here and put it on display, you got to do it. So I'm happy that everybody came out big spirits and wanted to come out and uh, dominate. I realize, you know, obviously winning and what happens in the playoffs is most important, but still, how do you feel about you're going to end the season number one, both in yards and points allowed? You know, that's something you can, uh, you'll think absolutely. about 20 years from now, right? What do you think? Hey, absolutely, man. It feels great. I was telling a lot of the young guys as we were on the sideline and that and that clock was slowly ticking down to zeros. It was just, hey, man, remember this. You know, this is part of our legacy here at the Buffalo Bills. Let's keep it going. I mean, we got a lot of young guys that are hungry. The future's going to be great. And so it was a great feeling to go out there and finish the way we did in front of our home crowd. We didn't get this last year. And our fans were amazing, so we wanted to go to make sure, you know, we give them a nice treat for the night. Thanks, Jerry. El Capitan, Jerry Hughes. What up? What's good, man? Hey, congratulations, big dog. First and foremost, man, I just want to let you know that because you was the first guy you know, that's been there since day one. I mean, during the trials and tribulations from the original cold front when it was you, Kyle, Marcel, Mario, all the way up into now, to see the transformation and the trust the process from, from, from playoff caliber now to championship caliber, man, just how gratifying is it for you, you know, to, to see this team get over that hump like that and to clinch at home finally? Oh, man, it's an amazing feeling. You know, back in those days, that's something that we always dreamt about. We always talked about uh, right at the end of that spring ball, the start of that uh, fall season, is how great would it be to win an AFC East in front of our fans, in front of our crowd, you know, the Bills Mafia. So getting this opportunity to do it this year, man, it's uh, a, a feeling. It's, it's a memory that I'll never forget, and it's been an incredible season. But we got a lot of young guys out there that, did a fantastic job this season, especially tonight, you know, just staying, staying humble, staying hungry and just wanting to get after teams and just keep improving each week. And you can see the results, the way we kind of capped off tonight. Now we just got to just keep riding that momentum. Now, last year when it did humble and hungry words that we've heard a lot from this team and a lot from our head coach, Sean McDermott. And as this group enters the postseason, what's your advice for them? You, you played in the postseason so many years here. Yeah. So what's your um, advice here? My advice to play in the postseason, and, and I think this is one thing we lack the ability to do in, in the Super Bowl, that we had the ability to do in the wild card, the division round, and the championship game was just you don't have to feel like you play have to play special to win. Just play you. Mm -hmm. You're special to get there. These guys are – all these teams are having special seasons. Just be you. And – Trust what you do and, and go out and play the way you play. And don't worry about win, lose, or just play f fast and free, and, and there is no tomorrow. Um, I think that's the, the key to it. You, just, you can't worry about consequences or anything like that. You just have to go out and play and be you and not think you have to be anybody else other than who you've been all season. Play your game. Make the plays you know you can make. Do the things you do, uh, and that will be good enough. Yeah. Um, if you play your best, you got to think it's always good enough. I like those words. Sean McDermott has said similar things this year in press press conferences. And speaking of the head coach, he's available on the podium right now. So let's send it to the guy who's won AFC East titles back to back, Sean McDermott. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of lessons you learn through the course of the season um, that you try and use and apply later in the year. And uh, and I think we've done that to this point. We've got to continue to do that. Certainly. Uh, you know, the game tonight was, was tough, and, and they're going to be tough. And uh, 
So you've got to continue to grow, continue to learn, and, and uh, apply those lessons every week. Sean, what does it mean to you to see the DBs come out here, not only all together, but then they bring hmm. Trey's jersey out here as well? Yeah. Uh, I heard Derek told me about that in my locker room. Uh, you know, just uh, I think that just really personifies our team. Um, they're 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 together in, in in every way, shape, and form. And when when they lose a guy like that, uh, or anyone for that matter, whether it's Zim, uh, Ike, you know those three guys that uh, good football players, good human beings, uh, we miss those guys, and they're and they're right here with us in the locker room, and they're a big part of this. Sean, maybe along those lines, um, you said earlier in the season, you know every team has a different story. Uh, they aren't necessarily connected year to year. Uh, and, and this story is far from finished in terms of how it's going. But what's different about this team this year in your mind so far? Um, I mean, I think every team is different, really, Adam. To be specific would be hard. I, I, I think that the journey is, is different. And that's what characterizes every team because they have their own journey. And, uh, you know, last year's team took on its a certain identity because of the journey they had. And then this year's team is taking on a different identity because of the journey that we've been on this year. Um, and so I think that that's the exciting part. That's the challenging part. Um, but it also makes it worthwhile. Coach, what do you think has changed with the production your defensive front has been able to manufacture probably this last three or four weeks now? Because I know you were asking more of them midseason. Now they're giving it to you. What has changed it? Yeah, you know, I just I think overall, Chris, they're playing faster. Um, so you know, you have some young players mixed in there, and then you've got some older guys with Jerry and Mario, and uh, that blend, you know, has has come together at the right time. And um, I think they're playing fast. When you look back on Tredavious's injury, can you give us an overview of? the transition that your secondary made of moving on without him and then how they evolved? Um, you know, I go to the leadership, <clears throat> Leslie's leadership, you know, John Butler and Bobby Babbage, Jimmy Salgado, the coaches at, the, at that position specifically, and, and then the leadership amongst the player, player group with Micah and Jordan um, really leading that. And, uh, you know, I wouldn't think, I didn't expect anything different than that, to be honest with you. Um, um, so that's where we're at. We all know about the 24-hour rule. How important is it for you guys to really just appreciate what it is that you've managed to accomplish here before setting your sights on next week? Yeah, uh, it's it's uh, you got to do that. You got to take a, a minute or a moment tonight to to appreciate because this is it's hard to do. Make the playoffs a win the division, uh, uh, but extremely grateful. Uh, to God be the glory, and, and uh, I'm just a part of it, and I'm, I'm extremely grateful to be a part of it. Michael mentioned conditions out there. Uh, Windy, once again, you know, with you know, we're getting into it. You never know what it's going to be at home. You get at least one home playoff game here. Do you guys feel like you have a home field advantage in here, especially when the elements are as bad as they've been at times? Yeah, I mean, the game, listen, the, it's to play here, um, you know, it wasn't, even, it wasn't even packed out there, but the, you could feel the crowd. I mean, um, playing at home, playing in Western New York, especially late late in the year, um, it's been a long time since these fans, um, because of the situation last year, since the fans have been able to watch a home playoff game in in full capacity. So, um, listen, it, we uh, we love playing in front of our fans. Uh, it's a special place to play. To me, the best place in the NFL, and uh, and we look forward to next weekend. Before the start of last season, the 2020 season, that the, your team would have gone 11-1 against the AFC East, what would you have said to them? <laughs> Hard to do. I mean, those are good football teams, well coached, and uh, I think Brandon Bean has put together a good team for us, and I'm, I'm appreciative of that. And and uh, I mean that's one of the goals when we set out early in the year is to win the division, um, play well at home, and and so to be able to do that in that in that regard in that way. Um, pretty convincing, but um, you know it's going to be—it's hard every year uh, in the division, in particular. During that stretch when the offense was having trouble sustaining drives, what do you think was leading to that, and how do you, you know, fix it going into the postseason? Yeah, I thought I thought uh, Coach Dable and the offense really did a nice job working their way through it. It's not always going to be smooth sailing, um, 
especially when you play a team more than once. And, uh, and so we got off to a really good start, and then we stalled out a little bit, and I was really impressed by how they worked through it. At one point, Josh had thrown seven straight incomplete passes. Did you get the sense at all that he was pressing it at any point and maybe trying to do a little too much? Uh, you know, I just think that um, he was, you know, just going through his progression, and I thought that was good. And um, he's going to have some of those throws. Um, he's human. So, but I love the way how he got back on it, made some huge plays for us. And, and again, I thought Coach Dable did a nice job of uh, helping him find 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 the way through that, especially just not just Josh, but the whole the whole offense. I thought the offensive staff did a great job. And how much does it help when you have Devin? And the the running game kind of established yeah. itself already. When if Josh gets off kilter a little, that you can kind of lean on. Yeah, that's what you need. That's why it's important to be two dimensional and and uh, or the threat of two dimensions uh, on offense, running, passing. Um, so, what's your overview on your punting unit tonight? <clears throat> I thought you know I thought I'll tell you what I know Matt struggled early. Rather, there's, there's no sugarcoating that. But I love the way how he fought back, fought through it, and um, that's hard to do um, in front of. X amount of people, and, and you're you're having an off night. Uh, but I really appreciate the way he pushed through it for the team. How much of it was weather related versus maybe just a bad day? I just think he had he had a bad day combined with the wind, and sometimes that gets that gets in your head a little bit. And and so we had an X number of punts between the second and third quarter that were into the wind, uh, which is a challenge. And um, but I love the way he got back on it. What went, into that, what went into the decision to keep Micah out there to return punts and not have Isaiah come back out? Yeah, I just uh, I thought it was the right decision for the team. Uh, it was you guys saw the wind. It was it was tough out there, and still have full confidence in Isaiah. Um, and uh, you know, just felt like it was the right thing. And you know, I thought Micah did a good job in there. Your uh, second consecutive AFC's title, and to do so, you mentioned or you talked about Devin a couple of seconds ago to do. So and find so much success with so many young draft picks contributing and really starting to find their way in, in recent weeks in this season. How exciting and uh, a time is this for the franchise? And what does that say about the state of the franchise, not only this season, but moving into the future with so many young homegrown players uh, contributing the way they have this season? Yeah, that's what you, you know, this time of year, you're, you're counting on those players, the young players that are developing all the way through the season. And, um, sometimes that means bringing a player off a practice squad to do that, and that's where that depth is so important, but also that youth that they're always growing, always developing. The coaches do a phenomenal job of staying committed to those young players, even though some of those young players aren't necessarily the starter early in the season. And now you're seeing some of the fruits of that labor. Sean, you, you obviously take pride in everything your team does, but you are here because of coaching defense. When you see what your team has done on that side, yeah. what's it mean to you personally and Leslie and all the coaches and everybody, you know, number one kind of across the board, yeah. dominating performance tonight? Yeah, uh, that, was a, that was a dominating performance. You're right, Mike. Um, super proud of those guys. You know, let me just make sure I'm clear here. That Leslie Frazier runs the defense, and I want to give credit where credit's due. Um, this is not Sean McDermott's defense. It is Leslie's defense, and the coaches, those defensive coaches have done a phenomenal job, the players. Um, you know, so it was a, it was an outstanding performance tonight. Uh, there'll be bigger challenges ahead for us on defense. Okay. All right, thanks, guys. Sean McDermott's press conference is brought to you by Highmark Blue Cross Blue Shield of Western New York, the official health plan of the Buffalo Bills. All right, we know the Buffalo Bills are locked into the number three seed here in the playoffs. Their opponent to be determined. It'll be the Chargers or the Patriots. If the Chargers win, it's the Chargers. If the Raiders win, it'll be the Patriots. Not sure exactly what night or what time that will be. Hopefully we do find out later tonight, but two pretty good opponents that we could be seeing. And if, if it's the Patriots, yeah. it would be the third time we'd play the Patriots this season, of course, for the Chargers. Justin Herbert and their right. offense, they've got some, some good things going yeah, on it's, too. It's been my experience that usually the AFC teams get that Saturday game. I would think the Bills might get a late game on Saturday perhaps or maybe the early game on Saturday. But I'm, I'm leaning towards predicting that I think the Bills will get one of the Saturday games next weekend and, and they'll go from there. Whether If it's a Patriots game, there's a chance it might get moved back to be the later game mm -hmm. on Saturday. If it's the Chargers, it'll probably be the early game. Cool stuff. I think. Yeah. 
cool stat from that press conference. Somebody brought it up. Uh, the Bills are 11-1 and against the AFC East in the last two years, something that is definitely not easy to do. They sweep the Jets two straight seasons. Yeah, and they swept the Dolphins two yep, straight seasons. Yep, swept the seasons. Dolphins, too. Yeah. And, yeah, they're 5-1 and one this year. Um, and I know this, there was a lot of people shoveling dirt on the Buffalo Bills when, uh, when the Patriots came here and beat them in 40-mile-an-hour wins. Um, the Bills are playing zombie coming Who's back from the dead, right? Who's laughing now? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> the, Bill, the Bills are still alive. So, uh, and uh, if the Patriots come in here, um, they're going to be coming off uh, a game uh, against the Bills just two or three weeks ago where the Bills did not punt. They did not take a sack. They didn't turn it over. They had two dropped touchdown passes, had another third, a third touchdown called back, and they won by 12 points. They, the Patriots have got to play better than they did in that game to have a chance to win again here in Buffalo. We know the game is going to be in Buffalo and Steve Tasker. Is it going to be chilly? It's going to be chilly. It might be chilly. All right, that's going to do it for us tonight. Thank you for joining in on Bills tonight as he's got the cigar in his mouth. The Buffalo Bills are AFC East champions for the second straight season in a row. Go celebrate Buffalo. You deserve it. And make sure you come back next week as we will hopefully be wrapping up a playoff win. Enjoy the rest of your evening and stick around for more MSG. You can see us on Bills tonight later this evening.